Imagine it's a stormy afternoon with driving rain and hurricane force winds. As lightning flashes in the distance, you look out the window and see nothing but water. You're Noah and you've been at sea for over 20 days. There has been no break in the storm since God closed the door to the ark. The ark has been constantly buffeted by the storm, but thankfully it has held together. With every wave, you sway back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. You can't even remember now what it was like to stand on solid ground. Your son, Shem, discovered on the first day that he gets seasick. So now he carries a barf bucket with him everywhere he goes. Poor guy. He looks a different shade of green every time you see him. Your days are filled with feeding and cleaning up after the animals. You've grown used to the stench of having so many creatures in one place, but you're pretty sure you're gonna smell like a rhinoceros for the rest of your life. As you're walking through the area with all the mammals, a massive wave crashes against the boat, knocking you sideways and sending you into a pile of manure. <sighs> Laying there, you ponder your situation. What seemed like an adventure at first has become an arduous and scary journey. Your wife is constantly fearful everyone is going to die. Your sons are overwhelmed with trying to care for all the animals. And now, you smell like poop. Brushing yourself off, you stand up and pray quietly. God, I did everything you told me. Are you going to help us? I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pastor Michael here. I am so glad you have joined me again for another episode of Chicken and Waffles. You know, whatever you're doing right now, whether you're on your way to school or eating breakfast or maybe even jumping on a pogo stick right now, I hope your day is going amazing. You know, I heard from one of our listeners, Chloe, who is 10 years old, and she submitted a review in Apple Podcasts, and I want to tell you what it said. She wrote, This podcast has helped me when other things have talked about things against God. This is very helpful. Can you make an episode about how to deal with things in your everyday life that are against God? Chloe. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so glad that Chicken and Waffles has been able to help you. And you know what? I will take your request under consideration, see what I can do. And you told me a prayer request in your review, and I want you to know that I and Mrs. Chicken and Waffles have already prayed about it, and we will continue to do so. Thank you so much for submitting a review about Chicken and Waffles. Now, everybody else, did you know that if I know that you listen specifically to the podcast, then I pray for you uh, by name because all of you are incredibly important to me. So, Chloe, thank you for submitting a review. I am so glad that you listen to Chicken Waffles. 
Hey, today we are in Genesis chapters 7 and 8, and this is part 2 where we're talking about Noah. So if you missed part 1, that's the previous episode, I want you to stop right now, head back one episode, check that one out, then come back. I promise we'll still be here. So in chapters 7 and 8, that's what we're dealing with today. What's our question that we ask first? What does it mean? That's our chicken question. Now, after Noah finished building the ark, which we learned about in chapter 6, God gave him more instructions. He was to get seven pairs of animals that were approved for eating and sacrifice, so seven pairs of all of those animals, and then one pair of all the other kinds of animals, and then seven pairs of all the different kinds of birds. Now, could Noah fit all of those animals in the ark? Now, since you are older now, you're a preteen, I'm going to talk about this really briefly, because when you're a little kid, we don't really talk about that. It's important to remember that God instructed him to put every kind of animal on the ark, not every specific animal that existed on the ark. So, uh, biblically speaking, a kind is generally a more broad term than species. So whenever, you know, in our modern world, when you're at school, we talk about species of animals, uh, but a kind is a larger description of a type of animal. And so Noah was to get different kinds of animals, not every single animal that existed. Current estimates are that he put about 1,400 kinds of animals on the ark, and it's believed that Noah wouldn't have put full-grown adult animals on the ark, so, you know, like a full adult giraffe or an elephant, but more that he would have gotten younger animals so that they would have taken up less space and been a lot lighter. And so the ark was about around 500 feet long, 85 feet wide, and 51, 50 feet tall. So, when you take in all of those measurements, then those animals could have fit. Now, if you're not quite sure how long 500 feet is, uh, you know, that's about 170 yards. So, 510 feet equals 170 yards. So, that's almost two football fields. That's a pretty long boat right there. And it had enough space to hold cargo in 450 tractor trailers. That's a lot of space. So, could Noah have fit all those animals in the ark? Yes. Yes, he could have. God told Noah to build this massive boat and then to put all of these noisy, smelly animals all on the boat. So, how did Noah respond? Genesis 7, verse 5. And that says, So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Wow, so Noah obeyed God and did everything God told him to do. Now, can you imagine, you know, at the very beginning of this, that it felt like an adventure, right? You know, the rain started falling, you know, God closed the door to the boat, and the boat takes off. And you had to think, they were, they were in awe. Hey, we are on an adventure. What God said was going to happen is happening. But then the rain kept falling. And it never stopped. Well, it did stop, but it rained for 40 straight days. Now, I don't know about you, but I get tired of rain after like two days. And I get tired of clouds after just a couple of days. The rain, the storms did not stop. And the animals needed constant attention, morning, noon, night. 
right? If you got a dog, you know, he's always asking for your attention, right? Just imagine if you had a whole boat full of animals. They're needing attention the whole time. And then the whole realization of what God had done, you know, how he had brought destruction to the whole world, you know, that had to be overwhelming too. And plus, it just kept raining and it never stopped. Did I mention that already? Do you think in the middle of the storm, you know, maybe 20, 25 days into it, and all it's been doing is raining and the boat's been going back and forth and the animals are constantly needing attention, do you think maybe Noah ever thought that God had forgotten about him? You know what? I think maybe he might have. I know I would have. I'd have been like, hey, God, where are you? When is this storm going to stop? We can't take much more of this. But in Genesis 8, 1, we see that God had not forgotten them. And it says, but God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the face of the earth and the flood waters began to recede. You know, it says in that, that verse, but God remembered Noah, right? Does that mean that God had forgotten about him? You know, maybe had God taken a nap? Or maybe he was playing Uno with all the angels, and he, ste- and he kept going, I know there was something I was supposed to do today. What was it? Gabriel, what was I supposed to do today? No, no, that's not the case. Throughout the Bible, sometimes the authors of the Bible will use human characteristics to describe God's actions, and that's what's happening in this point. Now, when authors do this, there's a big giant term to describe what they're doing. And maybe I should tell you this term. You're, you're a preteen. I think you're old enough to know this term. If you were still a little kid, I wouldn't even worry about it. But since you're a preteen, I'm going to teach you a new big term, okay? This is for whenever authors use human characteristics to describe God's actions, and that's called anthropomorphism. Whoa, that is a big word. But you're a preteen. You're ready for that. And so that's what they're doing. They're just using creative language to describe that God remembered and did not forsake Noah. God couldn't have forgotten Noah because the Bible is clear that he knows and sees all things. And in the Bible, every time it says that God remembered something, it's a way of saying that God is about to act on behalf of his people. So as a result, God intervened. He caused a wind to come across the water, and the water slowly receded, and after five months, the boat finally landed. And so what I want you to remember today, our big idea is that God helps people when they obey his instructions. That's what God did for Noah. Noah obeyed his instructions, and God helped him all along the way. What should I do? That's our waffle question, right? What should we do with this? Because I want you to remember that reading the Bible should affect the decisions you make and the actions you take. Now, here's the thing, and this is something we don't always like to talk about. Sometimes when we obey God's directions, life is not easy. In fact, sometimes life can be hard because you've obeyed God's directions. You may have a friend who wants you to lie about something, but because you know you're supposed to be honest, you choose to not lie, and then that person stops being your friend. Or you may be at school and there's always one kid that nobody likes, but you choose to be kind to him because you know that's what the Bible tells us to do, 
And as a result, other kids start making fun of you too. And so sometimes when we obey God's directions, life can be hard. However, God has made us a promise that he's always going to be with us and he's always going to help us. Listen to this, Isaiah 41.10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You see that God has promised to help you when you obey his directions, just like he helped Noah. So what are you supposed to do with this? So here's my challenge for you. The next time that you choose to obey God's directions and things get hard, this is what I want you to do. You do the next right thing. Whatever that is, whatever it is in that moment, you do the next right thing. You know, for Noah, he kept taking care of all the animals and his family because that was the right thing for him to do as he waited on God. Now, in your situation, you're going to keep doing the right thing, whatever it is. And in that process, God may provide you new friends, (laughs) probably better friends, right? Or he may strengthen you. So that in the end, you don't end up caring what other people think about you. Wow, yeah. He has promised that he will help you. You just have to keep doing what is right, and then you will see him move on your behalf. I'm so glad that you joined me today. I would love to hear from you, just like I heard from Chloe. And when I know that you're listening to Chicken and Waffles, then I can pray for you by name. You know, some of the preteens I already pray for by name are Colton and Ryan and Kenley and Weston and Matthew and Grayson and Eli. And there's a bigger list of y'all. I've already mentioned some of you in the podcast. If I've ever done that, I'm praying for you too. And I would love to add you to the list. So if you leave me a review or send me a 20-second voicemail about how you've obeyed Scripture or you send me even a written message through my website, which is chickenandwafflespodcast.com, I'll be able to start praying for you too. So I hope to hear from you in the coming days. Hey, remember, every time you learn and obey God's Word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.